a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Dave X Media. I'm Christina Kahn. And I'm Leela Hilson. And this is Burn Before Reading. The podcast about shitterature. We're here to examine the terrible writing we did when we were younger. And talk about other cringy literary topics. Our guests today are Charlie and Robert, hosts of The Bits. Say hello to the listeners, Charlie. Hello to the listeners, Charlie. Oh, wait. And what are your pronouns? Uh, my pronouns are many, many things. They, she, he, what have you. Perfect. Really easy to remember. Great. Say hello to the listeners, Robert. Hello. And what are your pronouns? I be rocking the they and the them. Love it. Also, easy to remember. You know what? I think pronouns are just easy to remember, guys. <laughs> Whoa. Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. We're very glad you're here. Um, th- they've said hello. They've responded. You can tell who is who now. This one's Charlie. Hello. This one's Robert. Hello. Okay. There's your voices. <laughs> so one or both of you, tell the listeners about the bits. Oh, oh, the bits? You mean the bits, the bits, the, the bits, bits, the, the bits, bits, the bits. Hey. Yes. As yes, that. That, that, um, that, that's our podcast. We talk about Steven Universe. Yep, it's a 10-year anniversary We rewatch podcast of Steven Universe. We go through the show episode by episode. Which means we'll be on season one forever. We'll be on season <laughs> one forever. Yeah, really? Only 52 episodes. <laughs> Only 52 episodes. We try Whoa. We try to act like we are great at like analysis and whatever, but really we just yell about gay space rocks for half an hour. Wow. I was just thinking about that today. I was like, I feel like all of our network podcasts act like we know something, but we don't. We Maybe just show up and we're passionate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the people like it, you know, for some reason. New network name, yelling about things passionately. <laughs> Wait, what was what was that one contender for our network name that was like the network where everyone is horny, but not everyone, but some people are at least a little bit horny or whatever that one was. Leela, did you come up with that? I swear you did. No, <laughs> I, it's probably actually maybe I was there, so it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie, what is cringing you out this week? I mean, you know what? I, f- I feel like I'm always just, like, in in the worst position whenever um, a parent comes in at, at work. I work with children, you know, a parent uh-huh. comes in and I'm, like, doing something. And, uh-huh. like, yeah, they're just like, what, like what? what the heck are you doing? What What's happening? I th- hope you know that the information you've given makes it sound like you are a pedophile and we, you have to provide more <laughs> details now to clarify what you're talking <laughs> no. about. Like playing with a child, just like like a natural. Oh, just making a fool of yourself. Just making a fool of myself and being a silly okay, human. Okay, I feel you. I feel and you. I'm just like, <laughs> got it. Uh, there, there are just adults like seeing me like sitting on the floor playing with toys, and I'm like, this is fine. <laughs> well, that is what they pay you to do. It is. Yeah. It they is. Pay you the big bucks to do is sit on the floor and play with their kids. 
it's either that or I'm like actively changing a child when a parent comes in and I'm just like, hi, uh, I, I can't really say hi to you right now. I'm like in the middle of something. <laughs> uh, Robert, what's cringing you out this week? Uh, let's see. What is cringing me out this week? I earlier, apparently earlier this week on Twitter, earlier last week, Elmo tweeted out, oh my how, God. how are you? <laughs> And everyone essentially just trauma dumped on Elmo. And that's not the cringe part. That was cute. The cringe so part funny. The cringe part was when Joe Biden quote tweeted it being like, you need to check on your friends. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Grandpa. Oh, sleepy Jew. So old. Jason does such a funny yeah. old man voice when he ever he talks about Joe Biden. It makes me laugh so hard. Bless his little old heart. <laughs> Jason has the best impressions Yes, he is a man of many voices. Leela, what's cringing you out this week? You know what, um, Charlie, I mine kind of like also relates to parents because I work in pediatrics, not directly with kids, mm. but I manage people who help work with kids. Anyway, there's just this type of parenting that I've noticed um, where they give the child all like too much autonomy like all the autonomy, like they're the decision maker and the head of the household. Um, <laughs> like they run everything. And by children? that, I mean, some of them like this kid was eight and this mom said, so what we were trying Bro? to do was say, okay, so your plan of care is written for twice a week. So you need twice a week therapy. So um, we noticed we only have you on once this week and we just had a cancellation in the time of day that you said works for your schedule and this what Wednesday. Um, so can we go ahead and put you down for that spot? Would that work for you? And the mom turns to the eight year old and says, honey, what do you think? What do you think, baby? And then. Oh, no. Schedules. Absolutely. The not. eight year old Most gets to decide if no. he has to go to the doctors. Like, no, children will Bro. always say no. That's the point. That's like imagine your I mean, mom I'd just say no. Imagine your mom being like, "Do you want to go to school today?" Like, of course you would say no. Like, no. me as God. an adult would say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's just yeah, that is really been cringy. cringing me out a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> Tina, what's been cringing you out this week? Well, there. <laughs> this is the first <laughs> thing that came to mind, but there's this. Um, my husband is in some kind of like super specific like saw enthusiast group. Not saw the movie. It's about a, a saw um, in his workshop. A specific one. And he's in an enthusiast group. Yeah, a specific saw. And he's in a Facebook group for enthusiasts. And he okay. was talking about like like uh, upgrading and maintaining his saw. And some guy was like, some of you guys go way too far with this. And my beloved husband, Sean, is so calm, cool, and collected. And he just clapped back so hard at that guy, but, like, so calmly. He was just like, well, I actually think this is exactly the right place for this kind of enthusiasm. And I'm a professional engineer and et cetera, et cetera. And how cringy to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and and how, how excellent to be Sean. <laughs> yeah. So what did you bring us today, Charlie? I I bring you an assignment, like literally from uh, one of my uh, first writing classes in high school. So cool! Can't tell you what the prompt yeah. was, but okay, that's 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 what I've got for you. Is this the title? Uh, yes, Claire the Nerd. That is in fact the title. Okay, or at least Go what ahead. I called it. 
All right. You wake up one morning, and you look in the mirror and see a different face staring back at you. Claire was the most popular girl in school. She was the head cheerleader and was dating the captain of the football team. She used to have blonde hair and blue eyes. That was before something changed her life forever. One Monday morning, when she was getting ready for school, she went into the bathroom to do her makeup, but didn't see her usual blue eyes staring back at her in the mirror. She saw the face of one of the nerdy girls she always bullied. She had auburn hair and dark brown eyes. At first, her reflection was hard to see, and she wondered why. On her sink was a pair of glasses, so she picked them up, and when she looked through them, she knew that she had switched places with a nerd! <laughs> Claire went back to her room to find she wasn't even in her own house. There was definitely something wrong there. All of her designer outfits in her closet weren't there. Instead, she found jeans, tie-dye t-shirts, button-down shirts, and suspenders. She tried to find something wearable for school that day. She also met the other girl's family downstairs, but they didn't seem to notice that she wasn't their daughter at all. <laughs> she walked to school and saw her popular friends, but when she tried to talk to them and tell them what had happened, they ignored her and walked away. She found the girl's schedule and found that she would have to go to all honors classes. Claire actually was a smart girl, but if she told anyone that, she would be unpopular. She didn't know what to do. No one would believe her if she told them that she was the most popular girl in school stuck inside the least popular girl's body. All through the school day, her friends, who still didn't recognize her, pushed her around and made fun of her. Now she knew how the other girl felt. How could this have happened? Claire never thought she'd done anything wrong. She wasn't nice to unpopular people only because they weren't worth talking to. During lunch that day, she saw someone who looked like her old self holding hands with her boyfriend. She was furious. No one could touch her man without getting seriously hurt. So she walked up to the couple. Why are you holding hands with my boyfriend? She asked, outraged. I don't even know your name, so how could I be your boyfriend? The guy asked. I handle this. The girl in Claire's body. <laughs> Why did you steal my life? Claire asked when he had left. I wanted payback on you, the girl said. You've been mean to me since sixth grade. I wanted to be the one people liked for a change. Look, Claire said, gritting her teeth. If you don't switch back with me, you will be sorry. That's impossible, the girl said. When I talked to the fortune teller, she said that we would only switch back if you learn not to be mean again. Maybe I won't be if I get my life back. You're wasting my popularity time, the girl said. I have a boyfriend <laughs> to get back to. <laughs> Sorry. The girl walked away, leaving Claire standing alone in the middle of the lunchroom. She didn't even know where to sit. She couldn't be popular looking how she did. Then she noticed a table with nerds yelling out to her. She got her lunch and sat with them. <laughs> hey, Angela. One, <laughs> One nerdy girl yelled. Aren't you sad it's lunch and we're not in class learning? <laughs> you know, nerds. No, Claire, Claire answered. <laughs> I'm sad because that girl stole my popularity. Everyone at the table laughed like she was telling a joke. That's a good one, one boy said, still laughing. Claire, the most popular girl in school, stealing your popularity. 
The boy who had said that had blonde hair and stone gray eyes. If he wasn't wearing a nerdy outfit and glasses, Claire might have actually thought he was cute. But she didn't have time for that. She had to try to figure out how to get her life back from the new her. How could she learn not to be mean? It was something she'd always done to get out her emotions. When the school day ended, the nerd boy met her by her new locker. He looked as though he was waiting for her. Come on, it's time to go to our club, he said. What club? Claire asked him. What do you mean, what club? He asked. The Nerds Unite Club we made. (laughs) I'm gonna cry. (laughs) (laughs) Once she had all of her things, he rushed her to a classroom. All the nerds from lunch were there. They were talking about what they could do to ignore bullies that were always picking on them. Claire was amazed that they actually had a club on how to avoid her. She wasn't really that mean, was she? They talked about taking a different route to class, not looking directly into popular people's eyes, and ignoring what they said when they make fun of you. The rest of the week, Claire had spent a lot of time with nerds while she thought of how she could get back inside her body. She actually tried asking the nerds what they would do in a situation like that, but they didn't laugh. They said the same thing that the real Angela had told her. She would have to learn not to be mean. During that week, she couldn't help it, though. She was mean and in a bad mood. She didn't know any other way to act. Claire did try, but she couldn't see any other way to pass the time than make fun of people. That Friday, the nerd boy, whose name was Ethan, walked her home. Even though she had been mean to him, too, he was still nice to her. She felt strange. She had never felt this feeling with her popular boyfriend. But with Ethan, she felt complete. Almost like she didn't have to be mean. They walked by the park and sat down for a few minutes. Isn't it a beautiful day? He asked, looking up at the sky. (laughs) No. (laughs) You've been in a bad mood all week, he said. Why? You wouldn't understand, she replied. I'm smart, he said. I'll catch on eventually. So she told him. (laughs) He listened and had a serious face on the whole time. Wow. (laughs) When she was done, he tried to tell if she was lying. So you're really Claire, he said? That would explain a lot. I guess I should go since you hate me now, Claire said, standing up. No, I don't hate you, Angela. I mean, Claire. Ethan said, standing up next to her. I want to help you. You're upset, so I want to help you. Really? Claire asked, facing him. Yeah, I don't care who you are. I never turn away someone in need, he told her. But I can't help being a little mean, she said. I'll teach you there's more to life than being mean to people, he replied. (laughs) And he did. <laughs> I was imagining like an 80s style montage. Yeah. Manic pixie dream boy much, huh? <laughs> I can't. During the weekend, Ethan talked Cla- talk to Claire about all the other interesting there was in life. <laughs> what is happening? She finally started to get it and gave him a compliment. When school be- began again on Monday, She went around giving people compliments. When Claire saw Angela at lunch, she confronted her again. I want my body back, Claire said. Cute shoes, by the way. 
Thanks, Angela said. Yeah, there was a catch. If you didn't be nice by the end of last week, you'd be stuck like that forever. <laughs> what? Claire yelled. You could have told me that. Why would I want to give up my popularity so I could go back to being picked on again? Angela asked. We could try to be friends, Claire suggested, hopefully. Nah, Angela said. You made your choice when you tortured me every day since kindergarten. Angela turned on her high heels and walked back to her crowd. Claire was stunned. She could never get back to her old life. But then she realized that she didn't need that anymore. Oh, good. <laughs> she now knew that life was, wasn't about being popular, pretty, or mean. It was about caring and being nice no matter how ugly you looked. <laughs> Damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you... Are you back, Angela? Ethan asked. No, I'm still Claire, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm actually glad, Ethan said. I wanted you to figure that out so I could tell you how I feel. He didn't get to finish. Claire pulled him in to a kiss, and they lived dorkily ever after. I'm done. I'm done. Adorkable. I'm done. I'm done. They lived dorkily ever after. Oh, my gosh. Oh, please save me from this hell. <laughs> Something that I was literally doing today is for the Burmafer reading Instagram, so you can trace when we recorded this. I was looking up old MySpace bumper stickers. Do you remember those shits? Uh, like the MySpace mm-hmm. flashy stickers. Yeah. And they're really hard to find. That was before the internet was being taken care of. You know what I mean? Like the, it's really hard to find all those cute little crazy MySpace things. Um, but that's what adorable reminds me of. It's like a little MySpace tile. Uh, I think probably Charlie's younger than that. So I'm thinking more along the lines of like new girl adorable. <laughs> I, I want to address the elephant in the room. That's probably not really there, but I, Charlie, hey, having a story about uh, being stuck in the wrong body. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that kind of trans? No. <laughs> Not nah. at all. That's Freaky Friday. <laughs> so you're in my body and I'm in your body. <laughs> it's just Freaky Friday. It's just Freaky Friday. It's just Freaky Friday. Yeah, I mean, a little on the nose for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not like um, the, the dorky character had red hair and brown eyes just like me. Nope. <laughs> so Charlie, how old were you when you wrote this? Oh, oh, let you, do you want me to find out? I'm pretty sure I could figure out when when the year was. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, let's 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 find this file in my computer. I I should have had this up. I should have been ready for you. It's okay. I would have to do a lot more to find out when I can. Yeah, no, that's that's saved on a on a flash drive, man. Never mind. Wow. Oof. Nice. That's fine. Okay, take a guess. Um, well, it was freshman year of high school that I took this course. Okay. So I would have been 14. Okay. It would have been somewhere in that year. Was this before you met friends of the network, Claire and Ethan? Very much so before. <laughs> That's so random. It is. <laughs> so I have no idea where the name Ethan came from, but I can tell you at least where Claire and Angela came from. Angela. Isn't every Angela. bitch's best friend named Angela or whatever? Is is this is this no. a meme? Is this a thing that I don't know? Angela's like the the main quote unquote like bitchy character in the office. That's the first Angela that came to mind. Oh, I feel angry. 
angry at you. Angry at you for doing something stupid. Angry at me for believing you could do something not stupid. Oh, I, I was yeah. thinking about Angela from Twilight. Isn't that her name? Yeah. No, oh. there's no Ant. Wait, yeah. yes, you're right. They're one of the friends' name. Guys, I'm going to the prom with Eric. I just asked him. I took control. So, so I can tell you that other cringy thing about me, Claire and Angela were were demigod OCs. I smelled the Jason Grace in this fucking Ethan <laughs> character. Whoa. Okay, wait. You have to tell the listeners like what OC means. You have to like translate for the layperson listener. Okay, so OC means original character, like a uh, kind of fan fiction way. They were they were they were demigods. Kind of Percy Jackson-ish when I was trying to write a quote-unquote original fiction, even though it was basically like Percy Jackson fanfic. Was The Lost Hero out when we were high schoolers, like freshman year? Uh, it came out when I was in middle school, so yes. <laughs> okay. Um, Ethan God, was not related me. at all to any of this. The The character of Ethan, I don't remember where, where he came from. All I saw was like dorky blonde kid and my first instinct was Jason. He's he's blonde what, with my gray Jason? eyes, so he must be a son of Athena. <laughs> that's, a, that's another one. That's though. another Jason. The son of Athena. There's, there's too many son Jasons. Son of Athena. There are too many Jasons. Angela was a daughter of Athena, and Claire was a daughter of Aphrodite. So, oh, wow, wow, really on the nose. Yeah, Charlie, did you feel personally victimized <laughs> by po- popular girls? <laughs> Of course I did. Oh my god. That just came out so straightforward. (laughs) I was, I was, you know, a child from the aughts. (laughs) Was Claire popular? I just like maybe didn't get it um, in the story. (laughs) No, no, you didn't, you didn't get it. No, I think it was only like maybe 15 references of the word popular. She feels like Cher from Clueless to me because of all her designer outfits in her closet. (laughs) But Cher is like nice where every other girl is mean, I guess. Robert, what are what are some of your first instincts to hearing this short story? Uh, This definitely written by a high schooler. (laughs) Sure, sure. The only thought I can honestly say that I had other than like, oh, my God, Jason Grace when Charlie kept mentioning (laughs) Ethan was there was a line towards the end where Angela was talking to Claire and Claire sort of backhanded replied to Angela. And and the way Charlie wrote it was like, Angela said, blah, 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 blah. And I would have been like, Angela scoffed, blah, 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 blah. That's the <laughs> there was only a lot of said. <laughs> a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of Harry said. Potter-esque dialogue tags, but like maybe not as spicy. <laughs> Ejaculated. <laughs> she moaned. Somebody needs. No, instead I have moan. suggested. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, suggested. That's, hopefully that's is fine. very, very. Uh, yeah. I, I, I need to. I need to bring some points down because Charlie essentially wrote a straight ship. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was weird. It was kind of like this was a before real I twist. knew. <laughs> it was a real twist ending. Like I if. That's the only thing that I I could never see that coming. This is before Charlie knew about gay people, before gay people existed. I was going to say, uh, gay Charlie didn't exist till uh, Frozen came out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Is that real? Is that what made you realize that you were super gay? Uh, Elsa. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, yeah kind of. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, I love that. Reading, you, reading a lot of Frozen fan fiction, and I'm like, why do I like envisioning this character a lot? <laughs> no, I wonder oh, no. if it's gay. Oh my God, I wonder if it's gay. No, just, yeah. you know, it's just girly things, right? It's no big deal. <laughs> you ever read some gay fanfic while you're in your uh, Catholic school religion class? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Personally, me, no, but <laughs> cool experience for you, bud. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Charlie, so what would you say your history is with writing? I know you mentioned fanfic. Um, what kind of stuff have you written? Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, I started like... I want to say like middle school, high school being like, hey, you know what? Writing. I like telling little stories with like basically anything I could get my hands on. I will I, I would tell stories with like my erasers um, because I was bored, you know, just ADHD things. So then I was like, why don't I try writing a story like actually? And I would just do that. And so I started taking like writing classes in school this was it was called electronic writer was this class my freshman year why what does that mean it means that we wrote on computers but did you say that was the name of the class what a weird brag electronic like there's no e oh no no no, it sounded like you just said electronic (laughs) okay that's better yeah no (laughs) it's it just meant that we wrote on computers instead of in notebooks that sounds like it's 1982. You know it what really I mean? Does. I also like ended up majoring in writing in college. Yeah. Cool. I don't write nearly as much as I used to. But that's just because like. Who does? Yeah. Yeah. Life. Sometimes the hyperfixation does what it wants. And yeah. I could write more. And sometimes I go back to a story. I'm like, oh. It's hard to sum- summon it. Yeah. Just a little bit hard to summon it. But I definitely have stuff that I've been working on. I've watched Haley do a lot of world building. I have not watched her do a lot of writing. <laughs> but I've personally borne witness to the world building. So, so you're saying she's a Tolkien in the making. <laughs> right. Uh, Truly. Only world building, uh, no plot. <laughs> only world building, no plot. Robert, are you a writer? Do you write at all or have you written at all? Uh, I've... I'm dabbling a little bit. I have this idea in my mind for, I don't know if I want to make it a short story or a book, but I've just been like dabbling, writing something. I don't have the brain yet, I don't think, to fathom a story from start to finish, but I'm I'm, I'm trudling on some kind of road. We'll see where it leads. All you can do is practice. All I can do is practice. That's great. I also wrote some super bat fanfic once I, I did want yeah. to find it for, for this uh, podcast, but I could not. Oh man. I would <laughs> love to have some people's old fanfic on this show. Yeah. I think it would be so fun. Please explain super bat for the, for the listeners. Oh, super bat is the shipping name between Superman and Batman. Or if you want to be more technical, uh, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, uh, nice. My fanfic Whoa. had them meeting in. Holy shit! Right, had them meeting no. in college and developing a relationship together, and I had a lot of Endgame stuff planned, mainly you know, 
spoilers, they're Batman and Superman, uh, for them to have a really bad breakup in college. And then years later, when they're Superman and Batman, Superman recognizes <laughs> Batman's heartbeat. Oh, that's oh my God. That's so like, fun that's for this so podcast. Yes. It's so tender, <laughs> Robert. If, if, if I find it, I will, I will absolutely submit it to the approval of the BBR Society. Amazing. Hell yeah. BBR Society. <laughs> I love that. I would find my old fanfic, but the problem is that I'm like, hmm, that's almost that's almost too cringy. I don't know if I want to share that with the worlds. <laughs> we have to warm up more before we get to the real, real cringe. Well, as we keep promising, the real cringe is going to be our 9-11 spectacular. Yeah, right, Lila? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Plus, I have a fun <laughs> birthday special planned that might be with like a really cringy Christian pop rock song. Everyone's gonna enjoy. It was oh, my I'm no. so excited. My band's oh, top no. hit. So yeah, very popular with local <laughs> youth groups. <laughs> when you say cringe and nine eleven together, I think uh-huh. of the very cringe, very bad Harry Potter fanfic. Which one? Y- yes, Tumbling Towers. <laughs> Tumbling Towers, I that is not the one I thought you were going to say. Oh, there's because, another one? <laughs> well, I was just thinking about um, My Immortal because they talk about My Chemical Romance a lot, and there's the yeah. oh, 9-11 to My Chemical Romance pipeline. There is, there is. Oh, that pipeline's expanded recently. I don't know what it's up to now, but like because, you know, <laughs> from 9-11 to MCR to Twilight to Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey to... Oh, we're covering all of these things on the podcast eventually, guys. <laughs> As you should. So, Charlie, you wrote this for... What did you say it was called? Your electric... Electronic writer. Electronic writer. So fucking weird. Can't get over that. <laughs> and you don't remember what the prompt was. I I don't know if there was a prompt. Sometimes there were prompts and sometimes it was just like free write, like write a story for your homework. And when I was in creative writing in high school, we used to call them, and I probably don't think we would call them now, Mad Men, when you just would, like, write anything down. I feel like there probably was some kind of prompt. I just do not remember what the fuck it was. Maybe it was, like, a body-swapped prompt? I don't know. Maybe maybe it was supposed to be about body-swap, and that's why this happened, but I don't know. So... (sighs) I just kind of want to go through this a little bit. Claire's yeah. day here. So Claire wakes up and she's a nerd. <laughs> she had switched places with a nerd. No way. She goes downstairs and they the family doesn't notice that it's not her. But to me, what that says is she doesn't say, hey, I, I'm not myself. Something wild has happened. She's just like, I'll just go to school, I guess. <laughs> yep. Yep. She goes to school and then in lunchtime, she sees someone with her body, (laughs) someone wearing her own private body. Yes. And her first instinct is, why are you touching my my boyfriend? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you holding hands with my boyfriend? She asked outraged. (laughs) Oh, my God. So funny. It's real performative. I'll just say that. (laughs) I wanted payback on you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're what is you're wasting my popularity time. That's so funny. <laughs> I have a boyfriend to get back to. You're wasting my popularity time, bitch. Also, the other girl 
Angela in Claire's body says, when I talked to the fortune teller person, <laughs> she said that we would only switch back if you learned not to be mean again. Yeah. So it is it is really like a like a freaky Friday. Like someone did this to you. Why didn't you just say fortune teller? Person. Fortune teller be- person. It's gender neutral. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just so abrupt. Cause if if I was this person and they're like the fortune teller person said, I'd be like, okay, hold the fuck up. Fortune teller person? Explain <laughs> this like, shit. We No, no, I think we blow right past that. I think the problem is we need to talk in like a Valley Girl voice. Like, when I talk to the fortune telling person, fortune teller person. <laughs> When I talk to the fortune teller, this is like some fucking, like, make, making a wish on the fucking Zoltar machine from Big. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. But also, like, why would... So, the Claire the Nerd has a Valley Girl voice? That isn't... Or is maybe uh, she, her voice is coming out of the voice box of Popular Girl, so she just has an, yeah, a yeah. little accent yeah, now? Yeah, po- Popular Girl would, would have this, like, weird Valley Girl voice. I, th- I think that's... Yeah, so like, even though Angela's in, if Angela's in Claire's body, that means she has the the Valley Girl voice then, right? Okay. No? Well, um, I've seen I've seen a lot of body swapping stuff in the past, and that's always an interesting question that comes up. Yeah. That different like movies and stuff do differently because in that Scooby Doo, don't they all switch voices so that the kids can follow? Yeah, it? sometimes the you you do one of those but kind of things. In, in Freaky Friday, they weren't doing that with no. Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, exactly. Their voices switched too, so those actors could have like a full experience. Yeah, that would have been silly. Yeah, I don't know why. My brain also says that this might have somehow been uh, inspired by like Goosebumps or something. We we watched like one episode of Goosebumps in this <laughs> class as well to like inspire writing or something. Interesting. Is there a body swap Goosebumps book? The the closest thing I can think of right now is the time that guy accidentally switches his body with a bee. No, there, we watched an episode where the guy didn't necessarily body swap, but he like life swapped, kind of. The ghost turned into a person and the person turned into a ghost. Oh, That's the episode. that one. Okay, yeah. I know which one you're talking what? about. Okay. We watched that specific episode and it fucked the me ghost up next for door. so long. The ghost next door. I know exactly which one you're talking about. And then the episode oh got God. a sequel where he came back and he got his life back. All next door again? Apparently. All Canada. That's all I have to say about that. I had never seen any Goosebumps or read any. I they all think. have Is the thickest, wild? with two C's, of Canadian accents and Baby Hating Christensen is in an episode. <laughs> and it's really funny. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sad because that girl stole my popularity. <laughs> Aren't you sad? Okay, wait. I keep going one line ahead of the way funnier line. Aren't you sad it's lunch and we're not in class learning? <laughs> Which is like, as a, I feel like probably a self-proclaimed nerd, like, you know, that's not like how you really think. Why are you representing nerddom such? It's It's very high school musical, like... I I think I like hip hop more than homework or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, goodness. Charlie, you were probably a nerd in high school, just a guess. Yeah, you could say that. Just a little bit. Lila, were you a nerd in high school? Um Yeah, I was a theater nerd and I was like religious and not fun. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> Robert, were you a nerd? Absolutely. Were? Okay. Shut the fuck well, up. <laughs> I think we all are now, and that much is evident. True. I was like a, I was like, I like, I definitely was a nerd, but I was, I had a lot of friends, and I wasn't afraid of anyone, and I dressed kind of like punkish. I wore a lot of baggy black t-shirts. I had a punk phase. It lasted about two days. Uh, I had a, a punk phase too. Expensive to be punk. A Christian punk phase. So, same thing, pretty much, right? <laughs> no, oh same exact thing. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> oh oh God. dear. The boy who said that had blonde hair and stone gray eyes. <laughs> yeah, was that based on somebody? <laughs> no, it was not. You weren't really looking. Not at as boys. far as I can remember. You know, most of the guys in my high school were also just unattractive, in general. Oof. <laughs> Wow! All y'all's that, too. Is ugly. that real, or, or were you just not attracted to them, or were they just really young and annoying? Um, one, they were young and annoying. Two, they all had to have like really, really short haircuts. And at the time, my brain was oh. like, "I'm, I'm attracted to people with nice hair." And yeah, when, when they all have buzz L- long, cuts, nice, beautiful hair. <laughs> when every guy has a buzz cut, I was just like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, they all they're so boring. Buzz isn't my favorite. Yeah. No, really, I really was like, oh, this is a boy. Like it was, it was really unexpected. And <laughs> he invites her to the Nerds Unite Club. What do they do at the Nerds Unite Club? Math. Uh, they they find ways to avoid bullies. Apparently. Oh my god, I forgot that it's. I was literally just just fucking roasting you and I forgot that it definitely explains what they do in the Nerdsy Die Club. Yeah. How could I forget? One of the only times something <laughs> is actually explained in the story. <laughs> well, it should be called a self-defense class. Like, it should be called something else. Like, Nerds Unite. I don't think they teach them any self-defense. <laughs> well, it's, it's defensive maneuvers to walk a different way. When I was in high school, my friends and I invented the classic rock appreciation club because we wanted an excuse to not have to go home after school. Hmm. And we would just write down all of the classic rock artists that we were enjoying because we all liked that back then. And then each week, one person would do a presentation, a PowerPoint presentation about a band. And did you pick that name, too, because it it spells crap? It's the Classic Rock Appreciation <laughs> Club, which actually is crack. And we, oh, yeah. The crazy thing is that when we went to try and make it official, they were like, yeah, but you can't have this acronym. So we're going to call it the Social Sciences Club. Straight <laughs> up. So when I applied to college, I got to write down founder of the Social Sciences Club. Amazing. Wow, that sounds far more yep. impressive. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Over. Meanwhile, I'm like, you guys will never believe what happened to Fleetwood Mac. I'm about to tell you something. <laughs> but I, I found recently my list, the list of all of our bands that we wrote down. I literally have it, and we can look at it sometime on Burn Before Reading. Maybe like not just that. Maybe yeah. along with something Some else. Some other lists and fun things sounds good. I was actually in my my high school's creative writing club as well. I never like red work at it because I was always like, uh, I don't know. I'm scared. Oh, but that's how you get better. It's the only way to get better. But I never missed a meeting. 
<laughs> Your attendance is great. <laughs> Tina, for this next part, can I be Ethan and then you be Claire? <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> ooh, ooh. Isn't it a beautiful day? Ethan asked, looking up at the sky. No. You've been in a bad mood all week, he said. Why? You wouldn't understand, she replied. Uh, I'm smart, he said. I'll uh, catch on eventually. <laughs> she says no, and he's like, but I'm I'm smart and I'll figure it out. And Claire's like, damn, he's going <laughs> to catch me. There's no getting around this. He had a serious face <laughs> on his flesh the whole time. That is that line is giving like bar on the floor. It's like imagine a man who listens. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, a bar on the floor Sometimes is it definitely happens. right. He had a good list, serious listening face. We love that as women. <laughs> and so Claire's now falling in love with Ethan, but what about her own boyfriend? Uh, he doesn't she, matter. He never he made her. Yeah, he never made her feel the same way like old Stone Eyes does. Stone eyes. I can't. I'm just imagining he's fucking blind. It's like Toph's eyes from Avatar. (laughs) Claire says, I guess I should go since you hate me now, which is so emotionally manipulative. I can't even begin to describe. (laughs) It's horrible. Does Claire truly learn anything at the end of this story? Claire? Claire learns to accept that she's ugly and worthless. <laughs> like <laughs> It's like that SpongeBob episode. I'm ugly and I'm proud! Yes. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> that, yep, that's um, it. <laughs> that's pretty much how it ends. That's the moral of the story. That's the moral of the story. Just be ugly and proud. What's the line? What does it say? Um, what? I'm trying to find it. Oh, um, Angela. Oh, wait. Claire now knew that life wasn't about being popular, pretty, or mean. It was about caring and being nice, no matter how ugly you looked. <laughs> Why do you have to <laughs> throw that ugly in there? <laughs> know why this story is like this i can't explain it it's like do you even like her oh my god so funny so funny like that i think that you did not write this to be ironic but it reads so ironically it's like it's like she's learned nothing (laughs) and angela is has been on a descent into being a really bad person after being a do-gooder nerd this whole time. I mean, that's what happens when you sell your soul, baby. Tina, would you like to do these last three lines together? Yeah. Are you back, Angela? Ethan asked. (laughs) No, Claire said. (laughs) I'm like still Claire, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm actually glad, Ethan said. I wanted you to figure that out so I could tell you how I feel. Uh huh. Take us home. Take us home. Read the. He end. didn't get to finish. Claire pulled him into a kiss, and they lived dorkily ever after. The end. Charlie, dorkily ever after is the worst part of this. <laughs> I think. I think is that's it? the worst. And is it? I feel like there are it's worse things. Something. It's it's definitely something, but <laughs> I mean, if you had to, and this is giving like 
the they lived happily ever after sign or whatever from the Shrek movies, but mm. if you just replace the word happily with dorkly, it would also oh, make sense. Yep. Yeah, no, I I'm familiar with the with happily ever after, but like it's just that dorkly is what does that mean? They're both dorks together forever. In what way? Claire yes, they're both not dorks dorky. together. They're being dorky. They're being dorky. Claire's gonna learn um, how. But or Angela's gonna learn how. See, and Claire's body. No, it's Claire. No, it's Claire. It's vice versa. Angela gets to go be Claire with that designer wardrobe. Right. I'd, I think I'm confused. But now Claire is because Angela. And the name Angela isn't brought <laughs> up confusing. until like pretty far into the into the story. Like that she's not actually named until a little bit down. If I remember. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Angela, it's uh, halfway through the third page. It, wow. Yeah, it's because right, Claire it's doesn't care enough to name this girl. <laughs> herself no not herself wait i'm still confused again yeah it's body <laughs> swapping gets tricky especially with names <laughs> yeah it does angela claire but they're in each other's bodies yeah who's I'm, who i got it i'm definitely more invested in angela's descent though <laughs> yeah like what is angela's journey right now like what was the thing that made her snap like what what who yeah. is this fortune teller person <laughs> like is angela crazy or did claire claire do like a horrible like i don't know nightmare prank on her and like i don't know tell everyone she was dead and like glue hot dogs all over her and tape her down in the gym i don't know what the fuck? Whoa. Whoa. For example. really weird. For example. It's gotta be fucking weird. Oh, wow. Is this, is this from experience? Do you know? This, this no, it's just off the top of the dome. I've gotta, I've gotta admit something. I've never bullied anyone. And I think I've, that was my best, that was the best I had. Oh, I've been bullied. It's very fun. Not. There is something so so like funny and pure about I have to admit something I've never bullied anyone before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I don't think I've ever bullied anyone. I don't think that's the thing that I think the goal is to not be the bullier. It's like yeah. it's like being in, in an AA meeting and being like, "Hi, everyone." Bullies anonymous. B- a BA, yeah, BA <laughs> meeting. But it's like being at Alcoholics Anonymous and then being like, "Hey guys, I've never had a sip of alcohol in my life. <laughs> it's like, Why are you here?" Yeah. <laughs> to quote Mean Girl, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> I've been really mean to like a high school friend who is just being so annoying. Being mean to a friend is different. Okay. Yeah, I didn't it's like do weird torture things. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. You, yeah, like making everyone think she was dead or or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's that would be so mean. No, that is a huge hassle. That's a real bully right there. <laughs> Charlie, would you rather in this story be Claire is Angela or Angela is Claire? How about I'd rather be Ethan? Who no, uh-uh, I, knew you, I knew you would do that. I knew you would do that. You have to pick the, one of the girls. I, 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 I hate both of them. <laughs> you put us here. You wrote them. I know. These are our heroes. <laughs> this is all They're we have. Terrible people. <laughs> Leela, 
would you rather be Claire is Angela or Angela is Claire? Oh, Claire is Angela. I didn't even have to think about it. I want to be like the most you popular wanna... pretty person at school going into a descent. That sounds great. I've already lived a nerdy life. Let's well, try no, something then, else. Then you would have. But that's Angela is Claire. I'm I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. I physically can't. I want to be the nerd in the hot girl's body. Which one is that? <laughs> I pick the same as you. I pick okay. the same as you. That's Angela is Claire. Great. Robert, tag yourself. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> tag myself. Uh, I want to say, oh, geez. I, I, I always like doing a funny bit for the bits when we do our pearl point. I want to assign it to something obscure and random. So I. Yeah, I changed my answer. I'll be the fortune teller. <laughs> Damn it. You <laughs> took my picking all the gay ones. <laughs> Fine, I'll 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 say I'm Claire. Why not? Claire is Angela, or <laughs> are you just picking all the Claires? So the so the options are Claire is Angela, Angela's Claire. Uh, are you, are you Claire the hot Angela's girl Angela. as a nerd, or you yeah. a nerd as a hot girl? Oh, I'm a hot girl as a nerd. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, Hell your yeah. life just got significantly worse. <laughs> yeah, it did kind of. <laughs> yeah, you're, now you're, you're ugly. You're so ugly. You're super you're so ugly. ugly. <laughs> by, by the rules of 80s movies, all they have to do is do my hair up a little and remove my glasses, and then suddenly I'm the hottest oh my girl God. in the class. In the, in like Robert, school. you're so right. That's so funny. That's your destiny. Yeah, exactly. this was, this was like the opposite of an 80s movie. <laughs> you know, Robert, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen your eyes before. Would you mind? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you it's so funny there. because they're literally facing 90 degree angles away from the camera, like yeah. a complete profile. I feel like I'm being ignored. <laughs> you are. I'll, I'll, like I'll, a cat. I'll do a totally. three quarter angle, which okay. as Charlie knows, as an artist, it's a very difficult angle to draw. Yeah, oh. it is. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, thanks, Robert. I like being able to see 5% more of your face. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything else to say about the the work? No. Um, I want to die. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. All right, Charlie. It's that time in the show where we'd like to play a fun little game. It's called Horny Sad. Or just plain bad? Do you think that this piece is horny, sad, or just plain bad? I mean, there's the there's a little bit of horny in there, but mostly For bad. Sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit sad. Okay. okay. Is this is this work divergent? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Robert? Robert? What do you think? Horny, sad, just plain bad. Jinx, bitch. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say sad. Not sad in the terms of, like, everything is depressing. Sad in terms of, like... Actually, when you really do think about it, it is kind of depressing. She does kind of make peace with being like, okay, I guess I'm just stuck in this body now. But, like, that's that's still creepy. Like, now you have to know someone else's social security number. That's the first thing I thought <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. There's a lot of logistics not being addressed here. Yeah. Like, yep. what if one of them yep. has a nasty, like, UTI... Then the other one's never had one before. <laughs> what if one of them hasn't gotten her period yet and the other one has? Like, think about it. Oh, Whoa. that's going to be a mind freak. Wow, that would be so scary, actually. Yeah. So scary. You have to learn Very. someone else's, like, monthly cycle. 
Leela, what do you think? Horny sad, just plain bad. I'm going to go just plain bad with a horny tinge, which tends to be a favorite answer of mine here. But it, it serves, I think this answer <laughs> serves correct here as well. Just plain bad with a tinge of horny. Yeah, how about you, Tina? A little bit of horny. Um, I think it's a perfect three-way pizza of Ooh. horny, sad, and just plain bad. I do always think it's a little pathetic and sad when we write something that reveals how little we know about anything. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I definitely look back at some of my pieces and I'm like, oh, I had not been into the world at all. Nope. And I feel like I feel like I just feel sad for Charlie that they were like, oh, the cools are villains and the nerds are straight and in love. I don't know. Yep. There's just a lot going uh-huh. on there. That's it. <laughs> That's all there is to life. Yeah. But hey, so look how much you've grown. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Scare every day, baby. Yeah. Scare every day, baby. And just think, like, a, a year or two, two years after this, I was writing gay self-insert fan fiction where Elsa and I were falling in love. Will you bring that on the show? <laughs> I, I told you, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Okay. Well, uh, we're here whenever you're ready. Uh, well, we are. We're ready, so. It would also require a lot of editing because my dead name is in it all over. We're here and we're queer, ready for it. Thanks for coming on, guys. Remi- remind the listeners where they can find you and your many projects. I'm I'm Charlie. Uh, you can find me at Green Pixie Twelve, most places on the internet. I also have that drawing Instagram at Green Pixie Draws, and I have two podcasts. Uh, one with the the lovely Robert over there. Y- you know, you know that person. Um, yeah. we, we talked about that. The fortune teller person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my other podcast, which is, hey, uh, we, we talked about Percy Jackson a little bit in this, but my podcast is Of the Oldest Gods. I talk about Percy Jackson things, and we just mm-hmm. recently covered the TV show. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. I listened to the last episode of that today. And Robert, what about you and your many projects, including the bits don't forget yeah. yeah i can't forget the bits uh the bits is my day six media we have a baby together robert we have yeah. a weird baby together it's called the bits oh, theme universe so podcast sweet. great love it i get to talk to this one every week for like half an hour and we or more. talk about gay space rocks or more god help us if we get juice on again which we are <laughs> I also make memes for Percy Jackson podcasts. That's called The Damn Meme Page. It's on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, soon to be a YouTube channel, waiting on Woo. art before that's finalized, but keep your Whoa. eyes open. Whoa, is that the famous Damn Meme Page right here on the pod? The Damn Meme Oh, yeah, the, da- <laughs> the, the famous The Damn Meme Page. <laughs> awesome. That's it for Burn Before Reading. Until next week, remember, your cringe is part of you. But only a small part of you. Bye, guys. This podcast was created by me, Christina Kahn. Hosted and produced by Christina Kahn and me, Leela Hilton. Follow me online at Christina Kahn and buy my book, Indie Book Publishing from Start to Finish. After you bought Tina's book, follow me online at Leels for Reels. Our theme music was produced by Sakura Wishes. And our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Follow Michael on Instagram at RoyGBiv or check out his work at wildlingpress.com. Thanks for listening, friends. See you next time.
Media.